Welcome, family. Tonight we're going to talk about things that plagues our community. We're going to talk about what should I be sorry for? The path that I have traveled is narrow. Everyone won't understand the destination nor the route that's taken. Some will say that I'm crazy. Some have told me that it's not worth it. Some have even tried to convince me that where I am currently is good enough. When you continue about your mission, here comes the seeds of doubt. Adjectives like ungrateful and disloyal start to be associated with your name. Then they recruit help. Let's face it, inferior people need help, even the hate. And I'm talking about just trying to better yourself. Better your situation. Better your relationship with God. You can't please everybody. Same coin, flip side. Now we want to compete with one another. Everyone wants your position without the work you put in. And now adult males are sneaking around trying to creep on a come up while real men work to come up. It's my time to shine. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Miss Quick, good evening. evening. Big Bookworm, good evening. Pastor Robinson, good evening. Good evening. So let's talk about this. Start it off. What are your thoughts? I'm, I'm, we're living in an age where everyone wants everything handed to them. Everyone wants to be in competition. Someone, you know, wants your place without your work ethic, without everything that you put into it. Without, as Pastor would say, you being ordained. You know what I mean? Now, that's not my round. So I'm going to back off that and let Pastor touch on that. But if God has put me in this position, if this is the mission that he has me on, what makes you think that you can come in and replace me? Because as my wife always says, what's for me is for me, and what God has for me, can't nobody take it away, something like that. Not that I don't listen to her, but you know. Talk to me. Let's see if you want to go ahead. There you go. Um. You, it, it, that's the way it is when you found you're happy, when you found your purpose, when you have that union with God and instead of them trying to understand why are you so happy, um, what is it that you did to be so blessed, um, they're, 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 
they're they're trying free, but they're messing up when they can simply ask you, you know, have the confidence to say, hey, would you mentor me to help me accomplish my goals? Because copying what you do, it's not going to last because it doesn't have the same value to them as what you're doing. They're not going to appreciate it and respect it. They're not going to see the value, so therefore it's not going to last. Hmm. I like that. Ms. Quick, what's your thoughts? Oh, gosh. I mean, I have so many. Um... I guess it's just one of those situations that where, like you say, the <clears throat> from you building your relationship and um, God starts to elevate you, you know, people see that. And unfortunately, you know, it kind of goes back to jealousy and wanting what you have but not knowing why you have what you have or how you got what you have. Um, not understanding that it's your relationship with God and the reason why you are being used as a funnel. I mean, you're being blessed in the process, but you're, they don't understand that you're being used to accomplish God's goal, not your goal. Um, so they look at it in, in jealousy and... Um, you know, like you said, want to compete and and want to, you know, keep up with the Joneses, if you will. Um, it's unfortunate, but it happens. Well, I believe that you will find your success if you essentially stayed in your lane. One of the things that have came to me is everyone wants to be a boss, but no one wants to be a leader. You can't boss a man, but you can lead a man. I believe that's the part that people leave out. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I was saying I agree. So in that, we, our priorities are jacked up. There's more ego than, than God. You know, we just want to jump in and take off without the blessings, if you will. Somebody give me some thoughts on this, please. Say that last part again. I'm sorry, I missed it. 
we put in too much ego and not enough God into it. But that's the downfall when they put too much ego. The ego and many times is a stumbling block, as we've previously discussed. Right, yeah. I did, I did. Mm-hmm. We talked about how far can you go without ego and um, how when you have too much ego, your ego is too big, it prohibits you from being elevated and being used by God. That's true. But we forget it. That God ordains us. He sends us on the path at the proper time that we should go. We forget that part. God put people in our lives. And if you're not there taking notes, asking questions, so when it's your turn, once again, you could be right back at this point. What were you about to say? Um, some of the statements, um, I'm kind of a stickler about this. Um, earlier you were saying everyone, and I wanted to Dispute it, just say some. Um, that that's my preference because when you say everyone, that I, I, I apologize, but in my mind that's not in fact true because you're gonna have, you know, your lovers and you're gonna have your haters. So, you know, only some are jealous or trying to duplicate what you're doing. Um, but until they walk them out in their in your shoes. And um we've seen throughout history Sometimes it could be one key ingredient that makes your pie taste totally different from your neighbor's pie. And the the, the spin that you put on what you're doing, it, it can't be duplicated. Why? Because it's you. It's genuinely you. And we would be a lot happier and more successful if we chose to embrace and uh, appreciate our uniqueness, the uniqueness that God has given us, and, you know, to not be afraid um, to listen to their inner voice and figure out what is it that I really want to do, what, 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 what is going to set me on fire. Um, it, just, it, it just takes a lot of, it takes time to do the research, um, you just got to get the right information because it, it, it doesn't matter. If they try to duplicate, which it's not going to work because they don't have that unique ingredient. So that's you, but that's your success. You're going to be successful. Um, I would say pray for them and, and ask God to lead them and guide them and help them to find their own way because they're going to get lost trying to follow your path. Your journey is not their journey. That's true. That's true. So when you you was caught up about everyone, 
No. Everyone won't. It's not everyone's place to understand. Right. What I hear from God is for me to understand. Right. You, as my loved one, I would just say it's for you to support. Correct. You don't have to understand it. Right. But we have come to, if it ain't me, then I ain't rocking with you. That's where the hate start coming in. Then they start talking about you. Then they start going to find people to help them. Like I said earlier, inferior people need help. Even the hate. So true, but they're lost already because the number one step is seek ye first the kingdom of God. They already lost. Mm-hmm. They are already lost. Um, something else you said. Uh, I want to give you some feedback on it, but uh, that they they you know they're not focused on the right thing, and uh, and uh, or the right purpose. Um. And that's that's sad, um, because if if they were focused on the right purpose, they would be happy for your success, and then they would be too busy focusing on their own business. They wouldn't have time to hate you. All they could do is bless you, and 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 they they just don't. It, it's so much that they don't understand. Uh, they don't understand the law of attraction. You send that negative out, it's coming back. How, how is that going to help? How is hating on someone going to seriously help you be more successful? I just, I'm sorry, I don't understand that philosophy. I don't know that part. I'm going to congratulate everybody for every move that they make. Sorry, that's and I, would, I feel a bit And I would say you understand the law of attraction. You're going to send out positive because you want positive back. I mean, the the, the mindset of, of, of wasting your energy on hate for somebody, you got to be a glutton for punishment because that's what the outcome will be when you waste your precious energy hating. And, and, and you know, it, just you can spend a whole day just thanking God for the day. I don't have time for that. And it, it just it baffles me, especially when a person has got into their thirties, forties, fifties and sixties and they still have that mindset, Wow. You know, that's like when you were younger, that competitive attitude, you know, in your teenage years and maybe in your twenties. You know, but by your thirties, you know, you should you know woke up to the realities of life and and that is 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 fierce and you got to be on the right track if you want to be successful. When when a person is hating on you, they're just looking for an excuse to not focus and be productive. That's my belief. And I can dig that. I can. Like you said, 
Come on, really? You should be already up and getting it or have gotten it. But still, even age has nothing to do with I'm going to be unapologetically me. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to do everything that excuse me, I'm going to try to do everything that God has sent me out to do without thoughts of you or anybody else. As pastor would say, because everything else is above my pay grade. With that mindset, every day you're going to be victorious. Every day you're going to be victorious. Your victories you know, it may change from day to day, but every day you're going to be victorious because first and foremost, you are uh, trying to follow or be obedient to higher power. So in that alone, I believe that's victory. And you're going to be blessed absolutely without a shadow of doubt. I believe in this our current age, our current day, we have access to so much tech uh, information. We can look back in history, and we can see the mistakes that others have made. You really got to repeat it in order to understand it? Come on. It's right there before your eyes. They was on the wrong page. Get on the right page. All you have to do, like you said earlier, Seek the kingdom of God first, and all else will be open to you. Amen. That's simple. So I'm not even upset that you hate him. I'm not. Once again. Hey, this is what I want to say. I'm sorry for interrupting you. I remember the song Good in Church when I, from when I was a little girl. Talk about me just as much as you please. The more you talk, I'm going to bend my knees. The way I see that, I'm going to pray on and I'm going to press on. Mm. I like that. I like that. Seven... Four eight seven. Your mic is live. Hey, how y'all doing? Good, thank you. Uh, I'm just calling in. I, I I'm still trying to get a grasp on it because I just uh, all day was reading online. You know, I see we talking about uh. I see you talking about uh you know people trying to come along for the ride and drag you down, and uh I really don't got much to say on that. I want to listen more than anything because usually when people drag me down, I just ditch them. So, well, maybe you can give us some insight on that part because sometimes that may be the hardest part is to ditch them, as you said. Yeah. 
I mean, it's all a matter of priority, really. It's what you after and what you're doing and what you're trying to achieve is priority. Anybody else that wanna that don't want to at least be of help while trying to ride the coattails to success, you know what I'm saying, get off. Just just cut them off. Stop dealing. I guess for me it's a little easier than some people because if I have a serious problem with somebody like that and they do me that bad, I don't even want to stick around to talk to you no more. I'm cutting communication. I'm ignoring you. I'm acting like you don't exist. That works too, don't Yeah, I understand what the brother's saying. If you don't add value, you know, if you you can't go where I'm going if you don't add value. So you cut ties now and you do you, I do me. 100 percent 100 percent I hear a but I hear a but I, I can dig that no there's no but I mean I can dig that you know what I'm saying I guess when you look at how we're supposed to you know we had a conversation a couple of weeks a week ago about being our brother's keeper and stuff so I guess you know for me it's it's one of those, you know, fine lines, you know. You're not adding value, you're trying to you know, you're trying to pull me down, I gotta cut you loose so I can keep on going. But when you're supposed to be your brother's keeper, you know, are you supposed to stick around and help, you know, build them up or, you know, wanna wanna bring them along with you and show them, you know, how to how to move and do things and, you know, achieve their goal, you know, if they want to be the boss, do you, are you, you teach them your leadership skills? Do you pour into them? Or, you know what I'm saying? I do. They're not adding value to them, but in some way you could add value. They're not adding value to you, but in some way you can add value to them. So do you stick around for that? Is that part of being, you know, is that part of loving your brother as you love yourself? I mean, when I look at that from that perspective, to be perfectly honest, when I got a, somebody on my side of like that, I can still put you to the side and not deal with you. But, I mean, if you really matter to me like that, I will try to, you know, help everybody see your life and help you get together because someday, you know, you, can, you, may, you can't return that favor. But that's only if you ain't already dragging me down from what I'm trying to accomplish. If you can't really help me up, you ain't doing nothing to hinder me, you ain't really a problem at all. It's when mm-hmm. you're literally holding me back, you're a problem. Don't don't mm-hmm. hold me back. You don't hold me back, we all good. You ain't you ain't on what I'm on, you ain't on the way going with it, but you ain't sitting up here being no naysayer, no doubter, you just lack interest in, in, in whatever it may be. That's all cool. Sometimes you'll have friends like that. They'll actually be cool when they don't agree with what you're doing. As long as they don't look at it as ain't the type of people, you know what I'm saying? If they are ones that, that really care about you like that, they'll look at it and say, you know what, he ain't hurting himself, but I don't really care about the situation. Sometimes that's just how they are. But as long as that's the attitude and it's not you, you ain't stopping my progress, man, you never know. Sometimes they may not be able to help, but they know, you know, when you can help them, they can help build something that gives back to you for what you've already done for them. It's, it's, it it could be a real complex and nuanced thing, but on the simplest level, if you ain't holding me back, you're in a problem. If you're holding me back, you got to go. It's as simple as that. 
Actually, I believe if you're not adding, you're not adding, you're not bringing value. Whether or not you hold it back, you can be dead weight. You're a mechanic, and we have a, a free wheel trailer on the back. It's not necessarily holding you back as you pull it, but it's adding weight as you pull it. I see the exact point, and with that, I'm just like, that's what I was saying before. Like, if you aren't, like I said before, and even in that analogy, you know, it's not holding you back. It's just weighing you down. But if it's something that, you know, maybe even if it's just in that particular sense, a relationship you fostered with that person that happens to, you know, like you re- that really matters, if it ain't nothing but a, you know what I'm saying, hey, hi, I'm Basso, such kind of situation, every time I see you, that's a different story. You still ain't holding me back. Yeah, I'm holding on to the fact that we had a relationship and we cool, we talk. You know what I'm saying? And that's all it is. It's just social. Yeah, you may not be adding to what I'm trying to do with my life, but if you're not actively hindering it, causing me to constantly distract it from it, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Constantly causing me to miss out on opportunities, that's no problem. Now, when a person is just sitting around in your situation and just ain't doing nothing to help the situation, yeah, that's that's a different story. You know, but that's when they literally are in the situation. If it's just somebody you know and y'all just cool and they got but they ain't got nothing done nothing to say either way about something you after or something you doing, I don't really mean you holding me back or hold or, you know, weighing me down. You just around and we hang out. Yeah, if my schedule gets busy later it might cut down it might mean that through the circumstances and my priorities, I'm gonna prioritize you lower on this on the situation. You're gonna hold less you know, much less value, but it's like the ones that are actively trying to hold you back, actively trying to prevent you from making it, those are the people you, you really got to let go of. People that's just around, you know, you, honestly, even those people, you never really know of the ones that's just around and not really doing anything for or against, whether or not they are, you know, not not really, ho- not you know, conducive to your situation because you never know. Your situation might get to the point to where you can say, hey, I got a spot, you know what I'm saying, I need some help, yada, 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 if you're interested. And then next thing you know, they might actually be interested and willing to actually go because sometimes they're just the mildly pessimistic types who rather sit back and watch it first and see if you actually make something of it. Then when they see, oh, wow, you actually is making something of it and I can't I can actually be of, you know, uh, of production to this situation, then they want to jump in. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But if you actively trying to hold it back, saying it ain't gonna work, saying that, or, or, or actively being an issue that's coming into my life that's constantly causing me to not get something done, that's a different scenario. You gotta go. I have a couple of friends, a couple of people, family, what have you. Those are the people I've, you know, asked for help, and they were just like. They just didn't help, and then there were people who just didn't say much or didn't care, or people who at least, if nothing else, could give me a little bit of advice. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of a little bit of something that helped me keep moving forward to what I'm trying to accomplish. And it's like the ones that just want to naysay, just you don't you don't need to bring. Even if it's somebody that matters to you, like family, 
you ain't got to bring them along for that ride if they don't want to be a good part of it. You know what I'm saying? A helpful part. You just stop bothering them with the details when you're around them. They want to ask about it, get all in your business, just tell them everything good, and they don't need ain't nothing to discuss. That's how you got to be sometimes. I believe that everyone has a reason. Everybody has a season in your life. Sometimes when that time is done and when it's gone, it's time to move on. That's simple. I don't believe that you should doesn't mean I won't help you. It doesn't mean that I'm going to speak bad about you. I'm just done. But I find it hard, you know, that everybody has to be in competition with each other. For what? What are we doing for? I got one thing to say about that. Okay, go ahead. I was done. I would say about that, when it comes to people being in competition with you, one thing I really say about it, what kind of competition are we talking? Because personally, I have my own little philosophy on it, but if this ain't a friendly competition, I don't have enemies. It's that simple. You could be metaphorically dead to me, or if for some odd reason we actually find ourselves at that at that point, you could potentially almost literally find yourself dead to me because I'm not gonna tolerate it. You know, if we just if it's if it's a friendly thing, you know, it's a competition between me and bros just to just because we're trying to you know push each other to do better. That's a different scenario. You on the outside, you one of them outside people. Trying to get in. I mean, unless we're talking just the typical reality of, especially in terms of business, the business world, and having to go up against competitors who may try to, you know, take your bit of market share for what you're already trying to do just because they're trying to upstage you or whatever. That, I mean, if you want to play by those rules in business, you can play by those rules in business. It can get ugly in business like that. On a personal level, I'm not even person to but to 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 even want to deal with that to deal with that on that situation because all you asking for is problems. Me personally, anytime I come up against anyone or anything that wants to be an object, I'm not going around. I'm not going a different direction. I'm not turning around. I'm not stopping. I'm going through you. If you want to be a problem, I'm going through you. That's it. You're not a fan of. You're not going to stop my flow. You're not going to stop me from doing what I'm doing just because you're trying to look bigger well, and better. And it's, it's not, you're not going to have that. It's as simple as that. Well, you got a problem. You want to show out. You want to look like you're all bit. Don't do that. You ain't going to interrupt my flow. And I'm not going to get, I'm not going to pay you any more attention than necessary. And if I have to get to that point, so I got to pay you some attention like that, you're not going to like the attention. Is there's, to me, there's no point for people to want to sit up here and antagonistically compete with others simply to prove themselves as a person, simply to 
it, it shows that you have a severe inferiority complex as a person, and that you would, and that you have in turn projected that upon me to try to help boost yourself up because you know you try to just because maybe a few people see a particular flaw that also you see as well, and you're trying to exploit it. I obviously didn't care about them seeing it or their opinion on it because, as you can see, I don't deal with those people either. Some people you hang around with go talk talk about me, talk bad to about me, and this that, and the third. I obviously am not in, in any communication with them because the kind of people I hang around with, you talk bad about me, they finna get in, they finna get in your your shit on the spot, you know. Even if it's just standing up and saying, "Hey, you ain't finna talk bad about my friend like that," especially seeing around to you know, discuss that issue with you, you know what I'm saying, and confront you about that himself. And even more so, the people I know and the type that really say, if you're going to talk bad about anybody I know like that, especially this particular person, you got to jet. You won't tolerate it. If it's friends, if it's amongst those that those of us that really trust each other talking bad, we know we vent. You come around and throw salt in the game because you don't like what I'm doing and, and you just hating you ain't gonna find no 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 comrades in that situation unless they are people I absolutely don't deal with. Because all of my all of the people that's really with me and supporting me, I'm gonna tell you this ain't this ain't happening. So that unnecessary competing, people could do that. Uh, people could do that all they want. I only compete with my friends when we messing around and myself when I'm trying to achieve a goal. Everybody else is running their own race and it's not my problem. That's how it should be. I agree. Pastor, you on the line? Yes, sir, I'm here. Welcome. Thank you, sir. What you got for us? Well, I mean, I've heard a lot of... um, um, very good comments as far as I'm concerned. I, I don't know exactly, uh, you know, where you want me to chime in because, I mean, everybody gave, I heard someone say that, you know, there's, there's some people you got to just walk away from. You got to, you know, be willing to separate from them. And, I, you know, I can definitely attest to that. Um, I've heard you talk about, you know, people that don't, sounded like at least understand, you know, your journey, and, uh, you know, I can attest to that. So I don't know exactly what direction you want, you know, to go with this thing, so you lead me in the direction, and I'll follow that. Start at the top. Taking it from the top. Yeah, I didn't get the top. That's what I'm saying. I didn't get the very top, so... I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to take you guys backwards. What should I be sorry for? Because I can't take you on a path that I've traveled or that I'm traveling. Um, it's not for you. My mission, my direction, my destination is all ordained as you would say. So I'm not. I got. Please go ahead. What do you have to be sorry for? 
Not nothing. Not nothing. Because you're connected to higher power that has given you your orders. And so that person just needs to hold tight and wait for their order. Because when when I say for myself, when I jumped out there trying to do it my way, it it, it wasn't nothing but a mess. So you you just you you just gotta do you. You got your purpose. Maybe they don't understand right now. Hopefully they will later. But it, that's that's not the focus. Don't you know the word tells us, let not yourself be troubled. Don't be troubled by that. Some be many people or issues will try to distract you, you know, and it's what, you know, many times it takes us a while to learn. You got to just stay focused. You just got to hold on. You know what your source is and, and, and just pray for them and hopefully, you know, it'll come, it, they'll get a clearer view, a better understanding. Okay. Because Pastor, you can you can uh better elaborate on this uh than I can because um all it takes is a faithful few. In the long run it's only gonna be a faithful few. Is that right, Pastor? Well, um if if you <laughs> If you think you're going to have everybody with you and succeed, you're not ready for success because um, by the time you get to the top of that mountain or the closer you get to the top of that mountain, um, there's only going to be a few with you, you know, and you got to understand that. And I believe, to be honest with you, or at least in my um, um, life, one of the, one of the ways that um, – you know, I've found out whether I really want to be successful or not is just really looking around and saying, who am I willing to leave behind? You know, if, if there's something that I'm trying to get, if there's somewhere I'm trying to go, then I have to. That's one of the questions I ask myself, who am I willing to leave behind? Because I know everybody's not going to go, and they're not going to be happy that I went. And so, you know, there's there's a there's a story behind you know, glory. There's a story behind all of it, and uh, everybody don't know your story. Everybody don't want to know your story, and you don't have to tell them your story. You know, as the brother said earlier, there are some that are willing to celebrate you, but if you can't celebrate the success of others, you're not ready for your own success. You're just not ready for it. If you can't celebrate my success, you're not ready to have success yourself, plain and simple. And we've got to have a spirit of discernment to know, you know, who's with us for the right reason and who's with us, you know, I guess you would say for the wrong reason, you know. And unfortunately, uh, they're both going to be there. And we have to understand that, you know, on this journey. We have to understand that there's going to be haters and the haters are going to hate. And uh, we got to be willing to, to move forward. You know, it's just all there is to it, So. Um, you know, you you may want to drive my car, may want to live in my house, but are you willing to sacrifice and make those payments? Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people are not willing to do. They want, you know, they want the mansion and they want the the nice whip and all this other stuff, but they're not willing to 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 you know to to, to get up at four a.m. and make the donut. Mm-hmm. 
and and you got to be willing to, to to put the time in. And I don't mind sharing with you how I got to where I am, but you know when you're around me, I I need to know if you want to fish or you want to learn how to fish. And you know uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste my time on people that don't want anything. You know, and um, if you're gonna get to the top of that mountain again, man, people are going to talk about you. They're going to talk about you, and if you can't handle that, you gotta, you got, you got some issues yourself. You gotta be willing to to, to go on. You gotta be willing to to move forward, uh, because anybody that's ever been successful has been labeled, they've been ridiculed, um, you know, ostracized, and and it does hurt. But you know what? Uh, we gotta learn how to get over this this. This hurt because all that should be expected. I think, Pastor, you hit the nail on the head when you said, um, you know, about going to the top by yourself. You can't take everybody with you. Um, earlier today, my husband and I had a conversation, and I told him the topic for tonight should be something along the lines of it's lonely at the top. Um, not literally, but, you know, figuratively, so to speak. And so, I wanted to um, ask you if, you know, can you tell us the story about how Jesus had told, was it Peter, that he was going to deny him three times? Is that the story with Peter? Your Honor, there is a story about Peter denying Christ, yes. Okay. But yeah, so you, your comments, you know, I think it touched on a little bit you know, more for what I was looking to get out of the call tonight. Well, again, everything that I'm hearing, um, you got to have some tough skin, I guess you would say. You got to be willing to leave. I mean, you don't you don't want to leave anybody behind, but you got to be willing to leave everybody behind if that if that's what it requires. You know, there's an old song in the in the real old church. It said, I'll go if I have to go by myself. You know, Amen. sometimes that's what you have to do. You have to say, make up in your mind, you know, I'm not leaving you behind because I hate you. I'm not leaving you behind because you mistreated me. But there's something calling my name. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, a destiny calling me. And I'm not going to, uh, miss my destiny because of my connections. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. And so many will never get what God has for them because of who they're connected to. They just yeah. won't do it. You know, they just will not do it. And you know, I guess the best way to say it is, you know, you're not going to find your success as long as you focus it on mine. You know, um, I mean, come on, man. There's a different. There's a different path to success. You know, for me and for you, my check has my name on it. I'm not obligated to give you any of it, but there is a check for you. We work for the same company, which is God, so he has something for you. But as long as you're wondering how I got mine and I don't deserve mine, you're missing yours. Amen. You're missing yours. And so what we got to do is just, you know, stop trying to figure out why people are hating us. They hate you because you're successful. They hate you because you have something they don't have. They hate you because they're not willing to do the work that you've been willing to do. Stop trying to figure that out. They're trying to throw you off your game so that you'll lose what you do have. 
You know, so stop trying to figure those people out. You know, forgive them. Just say, hey, look, hey, it is what it is. I respect your opinion, but I am not. I absolutely refuse to, you know, um, a, 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 a apologize for what I've earned. I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to, heard the brother say earlier, I'm not going to compete with you. You are not my competition. You're just not. You you are you're a little gnat to me. You're 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 nothing to me. You know, if I want to compete, I will. But you know, and if I compete, I need you to understand. One of us is not going to be left standing. And so you got to make up in your mind. Listen, I I don't have to compete with you. My path is laid out. You know, and so a lot of times again we get in this this spirit of competition. Nah, man, I don't have to compete with you. What God has for me, it is for me, and whatever. He yeah, asked for you, that's for you. So I'm going to do my thing, you do yours. So um, let the haters hate, man. You don't have to hate them, but let the haters hate. Go on and get, you know, um, what your destiny has for you. Go get that thing, and don't let what others are saying or doing, don't let that hold you back. Don't let that hold you back. You go for it. Uh, it's probably several versions of it, but uh, it's a song called We Got the Victory. You Got the Victory. They can see the victory written all over you. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Well, we mentioned earlier ordained. Pastor, now that you're on the line, you can define and elaborate on ordained and when you're ordained. Please? I got a lot of static. I heard you say something about ordained. I said earlier in the conversation, we met in ordained. Now that you're on the line, you can define, ordain, and elaborate on when something is ordained. Okay, now from my from my perspective, from where you know I'm speaking from, which is you know a place like everybody else, uh, when when. You can either have a person ordained or you can have some things that are ordained. For instance, I'm ordained um, to preach uh, the gospel. I'm ordained. I'm ordained. I'm licensed. Um, and I can go through the process and let you know how that uh, took place and all of that. But I'm ordained uh, for that. But then um, the thing that I use, the Bible, it's ordained. It's set aside. You know, and that's what ordained means. It's been set aside for a specific purpose, and nothing changes that. It is what it is, no matter. In other words, I've got a Bible that's uh, pages are coming out of it. There's, you know, marks all through it. It's, it's been through, I don't know, 20-some-odd years. I guess right at 26 years, it's just beaten up, you know. But 26 years uh, after I've gotten it, um, you know, it's still good. It's ordained. I can still use it, you know. Um, 
And after all these years of doing what I've done, I'm still ordained. So when something's ordained, from my perspective, it's been set aside for a specific purpose. That's what it's, um, you know, and that's what it's used for. It's not used for just anything. In other words, I refuse to use the Bible to beat people over the head. I refuse to use the Bible to tell folk that they're wrong. I refuse to use the Bible to, uh, you know, make people think that I know more than they know. I refuse to use the Bible for anything other than teaching and preaching what's in, and living what's in it. I refuse to use it. And so many people use it as a hammer, you know, but that's what, not what it was ordained to be used for. It was set aside to show me how to live and to give me information so that I can share it with others to help them with the life they're living. So, you know, that's what it's ordained for. I'm ordained to, number one, love people. I'm ordained to um, reach out and help people. I'm ordained to be there for people. I'm ordained to pray for people and pray with people. I'm ordained to teach and preach what's in the Bible. I'm ordained to be an example for others to live by. And, you know, that's what my life should be about. So when something's ordained, you know, our person is ordained, it's for a specific purpose. Now, when it comes to um, my destiny, my destiny is ordained. You know, God's put his hand out there for me. And I'm going to give you all an example, and by no means am I talking about, you know, your pastor or some pastor you saw on TV or whatever, because all of us are just people that have been ordained by God for a specific purpose. But I just come out of... um, what we call revival season. In revival season, you go from, you know, church to church, and, uh, you know, a lot of times people will call you because um, some people enjoy hearing you speak, and if they bring you in, then a lot of people are going to come to their church, and it makes it look like they had a successful service. Other people will bring you in because maybe you have a little more wisdom than everybody else, and some people will bring you in just because, you generate income for them, uh, you know, just different reasons. Well, the problem with all of this is every year people will call you. Sometimes I get engagements a year in advance. Well, this past year I had nine weeks of revival, nine almost nine consecutive weeks of revival. Well, that's all well and fine. I did my best to fulfill my obligations, but there were other pastors that all of a sudden they would call and say, where are you at this week? I would tell them, and they were like, you got somewhere to go next week? They were like, man, this don't make sense. Man, I only got one revival, and you got nine. Man, what's up with that? I mean, it's what you doing, man? You're paying people. Now, all of a sudden, they're not, they're still pastors, but now they're hating on me. Now, they're hating on me. Now, am I supposed to just stop and call the other church and say, hey, look, man, instead of calling me, call him. He's, he's ordained to give, give him a shot. No, I'm like, look, dude, you do what you got to do, you know, and say what you got to say. I don't hate you. You know, no no big deal or whatever, but, you know, God's ordained this for me. This is my season. Next year I may not have any, but this is my season. This is set aside for me because whatever it is that's coming out of my mouth, people want to hear it for this season. And because this is my season, either celebrate with me or get out of my way. But I'm not going to stop and sit here and explain to you uh, why the door is open for me. It's ordained open for me because it's ordained for this to happen in my life. 
And if we would understand that sometimes, there are some things that just ordained by God. And if you're willing to put in the work and do the things that's necessary to get it, you'll get it. You will get it. So I just brought that story up to let everybody know haters exist even in the church, definitely in the church, even in the pulpit. It happens, y'all. And sometimes you got to be willing to walk away from colleagues, from friends, from people that say, I'm right here for you. And you know what? I was willing to do just that. So I don't know if that explains you or defines you or uh, ordained, but that's, that's in a nutshell, that's, that's it from my perspective. Well, what is something being ordained by God? Oh, that means it's been appointed by God. That means that something's been set aside by God. God can have something that's got uh, Quick's name on it. And when it's got Quick's name on it, ain't nothing I can do to stop Quick from getting it. The only one to stop Quick from getting it is Quick himself. In other words, he just decides I'm just not, I'm just not going to be obedient. Other than that, if he'll just, you know, it may take him some time. He may run into some hindrances. But if he is, you know, he don't have to be uh, uh, perfect. But if he's just faithful, he'll get there. So in my mind, this is my personal opinion. And if I'm wrong, you please forgive me. But I believe it was ordained for you to marry Miss Quick. I believe that. I believe it was ordained for you to start this uh, blog talk radio. I, uh, I, 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 say, I believe that. I believe it was ordained of God. I really do. And when it's ordained of God, he's going to get the glory, and we're going to get the benefit. Amen. Ms. Quick, what's your thoughts? Since he drags you into this. <laughs> I'm right there with him. <laughs> no, I'm right there with him. I mean, I I agree. I don't know, you know, I can't say anything more than that. I agree. What's for you is for you. What's or when when God ordains it, you know, there's no stopping it. Amen. I agree. We're going to introduce nine six. Seven four six to the line. Good evening. Good evening, sir. How is everybody? All is well. Nothing. What's the topic for tonight, sir? If you don't mind me asking. What should I be sorry for? Hold on. Everybody, stop. Ma, is this you? Yes, darling. <laughs> uh oh. That's in Jesus. <laughs> Everybody, let me introduce Mama Quick to the line. Pastor. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Good evening. Pastor. How's everybody? Here go my mama. Uh oh. What's Bless up? Her. <laughs> Hey, Mama. <laughs> hey, how are you, sir? I've been wanting to talk to you. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Welcome to the line. 
Well, one thing we all know that um <laughs> <laughs> some of the good and the bad came from her, so has to beware. But we are talking about when things are ordained, should you be apologetic for following the orders of God? I don't think you should be apologetic because if that's God's calling and if that's what he wants you to do, he'll give you the strength. He'll give you the motivation. Why be served? Be blessed and grateful. You can't please mm. man. If you ordain whomever for whatever, take it for what it's worth. Be grateful because not everybody's that blessed. And even not being blessed don't mean that you can't be blessed because you we all were blessed just waking up to see another day, first of all. But if anything of your calling, well, I apologize for it. Don't apologize for it. Just tell God, thank you. Continue and do the best you can to be the best you can be. Be apologetic for it. For some of us have a calling for this, that, and the other. That's a blessing. But then why should I apologize if you put it before us and you make it happen? And then if you do apologize, some people are not going to be <laughs> acceptance of it. There's nothing we can do about it. That's between them and their God. Just have to pray on the press on and continue to do the best you can while you can. Dig that. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts? Come back to her. Pastor, what's your thoughts on that? Pastor? Yes, sir, I can hear you now. I'm hearing a What's your thoughts on that? I didn't I heard static. I didn't hear I didn't hear it. Tell me what I tell me what I missed and I'll gladly chime in. She was saying that why apologize if it was ordained for God? I mean, ordained by God. I mean, should you? Should we ever have to apologize? One thing about the truth is you don't have to apologize for it and you don't have to defend it. The truth will stand on its own merit. And so mm-hmm. my thing is if I'm if I'm apologizing for what God has done, then to me I'm slapping God in the face. I mean, my thing is, man, if God has done it, you go do it with excellence. You go do it with the quickness. You go do it with pride. I mean, you don't owe anybody an explanation for what God has done. And so many of us, that's, this is how you cut your blessing off. This is, you know, if if God. 
let, let, I'll talk about me. If God is, if God has blessed me with a beautiful home, if He blesses me, me myself with a beautiful home, okay. Well, if here I am, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna do my best to try to hide half of it. I don't want anybody to see it. You know, I'm sneaking in the back way and all this, that, and the other. I'm doing all these things, and then somebody asks me about it. Yeah, well, you know, pray for me that I can get it paid for and all of that. Nah. If God bless you with it, and somebody asks you about it, say, man, let me tell you, um, I was leaning on God, and God opened that door for me. And then once God opened that door for me, I am so grateful. And not only that, but I want you to come and see it because the same God that blessed me will bless you. So a lot of times yeah. we try to hide uh, or take credit for what God has already done. So if God did it, in my opinion, he wants you to not only be proud of it, but to share it with someone else so that he can be a blessing to them also. So, no, we need to definitely stop being, I mean, how are you going to explain to somebody what God has done? You you, you know, we're trying to apologize. I didn't mean to be this blessed. Well, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mean for him to give me this kind of job. You know, I didn't mean for him to heal me of cancer. I just really wanted my sinuses taken care of. Nah, man, if God has blessed you, you do not by any means have to explain it, you don't have to hide it, you don't have to apologize for it, man, wear it well, wear it well, man, look what the Lord has done, you know, <laughs> you're not bragging on you, you're bragging on God. Yeah. But, you know, the issue with that is, I find that people mistake for your victory dance or walk and arrogance and I'm one it's like listen you gotta understand my story to know why I am the way that I am why I walk the way that I walk but no one wants to have that conversation Then that's the ones you got to be willing to walk away from because again, they 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 see all the glory, but they don't see. You know, if I'm living in a mansion right now, they don't see that I used to live in a little outhouse way back when. They don't know that part, and if they're not going to take the time to listen to it, I don't owe them anything. I don't owe them anything. But if they will stay and listen, I will tell them, look, I still got the shoes that had cardboard in the bottom of them. I still got the paycheck where I was making uh, three ten an hour. I still got it. I still got the outhouse. You just hadn't seen it, but it's in the back of this mansion over here. Nah, man, you know. And if you willing, if you want to know my the story behind this glory, I'll gladly share it with you. That way, you can appreciate where I am. But if you don't want to know that, then you know what? It's on you now. You just went from you went to being a hater right now. And I don't owe I don't owe haters an explanation. The best thing I can do for a hater, a hater is pray for him. Pray for him, but I'm not gonna let him hold me back. Walker. Keep walking. Yeah. We get a proud. We get walk. caught up. A proud walk. Head up. Just wear the ways. Shoes yeah. clean. Yeah. Yes, sir. As, as my mom would say, a strut. Strut. A strut. Oh, Jesus, his name, yes, yes. A peacock yes, pimp. 
whatever you want to call Pig, it. Yeah. <laughs> Barnyard pimp. You don't, know, you don't hear me, though. Yes, sir. <laughs> that part. But see, mm-hmm. the thing is, everybody wants right now, right? See you right now. And don't realize <laughs> everything before right now. Okay, okay. Like you said, they don't remember the outhouse. They don't remember having the bathroom. They don't remember okay. those, those peewee sacks. They don't remember that. Oh. But they see you now okay. and thinking this is how it was. Okay. okay. No. How it is is how I made it. No. That's all. It was plenty <laughs> sleepless nights and restless days. Oh, oh. Late nights and early mornings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we pray for prayer. So God can get you through this day and the next day and the next day. To get where you are right now, and everybody who hates those are the ones who don't really have that work <laughs> ethic, at least. So the question I ask right now: Are you hating me, or are you hating what you see in me that you don't have in you? <laughs> Don't y'all get quiet on me now. I'm blessed. Thank you. So let's think about that, Pastor. I mean, I think sometimes it's like you hate me because you ain't me. You know, you don't have my drive. You don't you don't you don't grind like I grind. You don't you know, you're not willing to put it in. And you know, we started together now look at where I am and look at where you could be, you know, and we do. We we develop absolute hate, you know. And really, to be honest, we're angry with ourselves and we're angry with God because we feel like God did something supernatural with you whenever I had the same opportunity, you know. So hate 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 is a a painful word because a lot of times, you know, it it filters back onto us. It really does. It really does, but man, you 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 gotta be careful quick. You gotta be careful because just because people don't know where you come from, if you pay too much attention to people not knowing where you come from, you'll forget where you came from, and you don't even ever need to forget that, man. You don't ever need to forget that. I mean, you know, I don't know, man. I could take this thing a whole different way, but. I'm gonna stay in contact with everybody tonight because I can I can make no, a real no. person with a lot of folks no. tonight. Oh, no. take it where you need to go now. Take it where nah, you need to go. Nah, y'all 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 go and discuss it, man. We we might flow that way in a few minutes because this is uh this is uh this is uh, this is personal here. This is very 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 personal. 
because here's the thing, man. Um, I've been on both sides of it. I've been on the one that's been hated on, but I've also been on the side where I've been the one to do the hating. And that, that okay. I, I do understand that side. It's not right, but I understand that side because I've been there. And mm-hmm. to be honest, every now and then, I catch myself on that side, you know, now, every now and then, wondering, God, what did I do wrong? What did they do that was so right? And it turns out not to be hatred, but jealousy. <laughs> jealousy, you know. So, um, like I said, we can go in a whole different direction with this thing. See, for me, I've been dealing with jealousy all my life. Absolutely. All my life. And I've had people hate, and and it wasn't they knew me. They just knew what I had, right? They was like the Monday in the blue car. So they, they didn't know me. They knew of me. By somebody else So the issue that I have with that is Find out for yourself Go directly to the source Don't be upset Or have dislike Or hatred for me And you don't even know me We have never had any Encounters, interactions What have you But you hate me. And as you say, both sides of it. We talking friends, we're talking family members, we're talking people in the street. So now I'm gonna ask you this, Pastor. Could it be that you hated how I handled the rock once I got it? You hated that I didn't fumble it. You hated that I tucked it and secured it and ran it to the end zone. Because when you got the rock, you fumbled it. Ran back was evil. Could that be it? You know what? It could be. A, it could be a. a that, that's very, very possible. But to be honest with you, uh, the, the the most recent one was okay. Okay, I see you with yours. I see you the way you handle yours and 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 all of that. My question is, okay, where is mine? I didn't even get the rock. So what? What's what's up with that? So that made me. That made me look at you. You know, with the side eye, that made me wonder, okay, what, what's up with this? And that's what I meant about the jealousy aspect of it or whatever. You you have to be careful, you know, and you have to be honest with yourself and say, am I, you know, um, jealous of my brother? Am I happy for my brother? You know, now I can't stop right here and let me say this, and I mean this with all sincerity. Um, any success that Quick has, 
man, let me tell you something. I celebrated like a madman. I am just, you know, um, I am extremely happy for him. The majority of folk, okay, I am happy for them. I am extremely happy for them. Where my jealousy comes in at, where my envy comes in at, where my questions come in from time to time, and I share this to try and help someone, is, okay, God, you know, I can understand quick. I can understand Miss Quick. I can understand them because I know they were grinding. I know that they they put the work in. They put the time in. But there's some jokers out here that have not put that time in. There's some folk out here that, you know, haven't earned anything they've gotten. Uh, there's some folk out here that uh, I know that I was up getting it while they were somewhere sleeping. And here they are rolling the way they're rolling. And here I am barely rolling. Now, nah, God, you got to tell me something. So that right there ended up being, uh, I ended up being jealous, or I guess you would say comparing myself, and, and that's just as wrong, you know. And so, again, I share that to help people to understand, you know, don't compare yourself to uh, someone else. You know, you run your race and let them run theirs. Um, you know, if you go to the, the racetrack, you know, <laughs> I, I don't go now, but I used to love horse racing. I lived in New York for a while. And they put these blinders on the horses. And they put the blinders on the horses so that they can stay focused on the race that they're running and not look at the horse beside them. You know, because, you know, if you look beside you and somebody's in front of you, you'll quit because you'll say, I'll never catch up. Or if you look beside you, you don't see nobody else, you'll slow down because you feel like ain't nobody ever going to catch me. And so we got to stop comparing ourselves. And, and I had the bad habit of doing that, comparing myself to someone that, you know, uh, I shouldn't have. And that's why when Quick asked the question about, you know, what does it mean to be ordained? If God has ordained it for me, why is it that I can't wait for my season to come? You know? So, like I said, man, we're going a whole different direction with this, but I just wanted to share that because I've got the tendency by the propensity, whatever you want to say, to, you know, to get out of line or get out of harmony from time to time and not appreciate where I am and not be willing to wait on what God has ordained for me to have. So I wanted to share that because I feel like there's someone else that has been there and done that and says, why is he so blessed? And I'm sitting here without a pot to piss in or winter to throw it out of. Matter of fact, I'm mad because you got a toilet and I'm still pissing in the pot. Excuse me, my quick I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's some people I that uh, have a can problem. Can I cut in on this conversation? Please. Yeah, man, could I cut it? Yeah, yes, ahead. ma'am, please, please, please. Yeah, I'm enjoying what I'm hearing, and I'm proud of what you were saying about this young man quick. But a lot of time it could have been the strict raising. And then yes, in the ma'am. meantime, quick follow his instruction where the others yes, didn't follow the instruction that they was given and they went astray. Then maybe quick the environment that he was raised in too. I'm not saying these other people wasn't raised in that environment, but he stuck yes, to what he was taught. Yes, ma'am, yes ma'am. And then sometime he might have wanted to stray away but he thought where he came from and how blessed he was. And, and then some people don't think as well as other people does. You understand well, what I'm you. saying? 
Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, therefore, so. He, he stuck to his strict raising. That's what it sounded like to me. You know, well, and he knew where he came from and how hard probably his parents did to get him where he was, and he appreciated it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's that's why he's my Monday. I call him my Monday. That's my buddy. I love him. <laughs> you know, one thing we also got to – hey, my, by the way. Hey, babe. We got to be mindful. Instead of comparing yourself, you should be preparing yourself. Because if you be patient, that's for you will come. The issue is everybody want everything and all of it right now. See, the way I think, I don't have very many close-knit people. So although I'm on the field with the ball and I'm running to the end zone, when I win, when I score, we score. We win. And I'm going to make sure all y'all get the ring that you're supposed to because right, you can't right. move by yourself. You know what I mean? We need each other. Yeah. At some point. Maybe it's prayer because I know pray plenty of times and many a times for me. Amen. Redirection even. But it was all a joint effort to get me here, since I'm the subject. Amen. Amen. So instead of comparing yourself, prepare yourself. Sounds good to me. And keep. So we're gonna move right Everything. along. We're going to talk about preparing yourself. Because if once you pray, you got to lie and wait. Do you know what I mean? Because it's coming. If your faith is strong, it'll tell you that God answered prayers and that it's coming. It may not come right when you want to. Amen. But it come on time, every time. So, Pastor, give me some on that. Well, the Bible teaches us, man, it says that, you know, um, faith without works is dead. So, in other words, you know, you're talking about preparing yourself. If God has ordained that thing, man, and uh, we believe him and we're going to take him at his word, you know, one thing God uh, doesn't do, he doesn't say I'm going to bless you and then say I'm going to do it at you know, 2.33 tomorrow, you know, he, he doesn't say that, but he will tell you, I'm going to bless you, or I'm going to heal you. And he gave us faith to to wait on him, to believe, you know, to, to wait on him and trust him until he does it. And But it says, faith without works is, is dead. So, in other words, you know, there's some work that we can do, you know, while we're waiting. We can keep praying. We can keep preparing ourselves for it, as you just said. Um you know, and things like that, man. We can reach out. We can help other people or whatever. But, man, yeah, definitely so. If God has ordained it, 
And if you believe it, then we ought to act like it. We ought to live like it. We shouldn't worry, sit around worrying about it, you know, just, you know, get excited. You know, I like children, man, that, you know, when Christmas comes or birthday or whatever, if you promise them a toy, man, it, they they get excited. And they tell their friends, I'm getting this G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip. And they don't know how long it's going to take, but they still bragging on it. They they excited about it. When is the last time you feel like God made you a promise and you started telling everybody, yeah, man, I'm going to get a, uh, I'm getting a new house. I'm getting a Hummer. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I've got, God's going to heal my body. You know, if you know he's going to do it, be excited about it. Don't sit around wondering when or how he's going to do it. That's above our pay grade, man. Just go ahead and just do like a kid. Get excited about that thing. Put the work in and say, look, I, I know it's going to happen. He's going to give me a car, so I'm going to go ahead and sweep out my garage now or whatever, man. Mm. So definitely, if God if God give it to you, go, you know, prepare yourself for that thing. Well, we had some technical difficulties. I don't really know what happened, but we're going to get all our callers back on the line. Hello. Hey, I don't know what happened, but um getting everybody back on the line. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, now I don't hear nothing. Just hold on. Okay, I'm sorry. No ma'am. You can hear everybody back on the line.
Hello? 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 Hey, we got disconnected somehow. So I'm calling everybody back to the line. Okay. We got Mama Quick on the line, listening in. I'm trying to get Pastor back on the line. Okay. The enemy is busy. He's about to get. Okay. Yes. Just talking about how. Hello. Hello. Pastor. No, this me, baby. Oh. Well, we were just talking about how. Here we go. Pastor. Pastor, can you hear me? Yes, okay. sir. All right. So, obviously, we about to get deep to where the entire computer shut down. Entire computer. So, I need you to finish that thought because you have just tapped into something that was probably supernatural at this moment. You got to refresh my memory, man. Tell me where we were. We were talking about how we were talking about how when you on on the mission and the support like you were saying how jealousy and envy at times and you were saying how you know that I put in the hard work to get where I'm at. My mom and my my grandmother were saying how it could be the raising all the the foundational things that got us or got me where we're at. 
And I said, if I win, we all win. We all get a ring because we're all on the team. Remember? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, it's coming all back now, man. Yeah, I remember. I remember we were talking about that. Okay, so I know you was about to give it to me. V. <laughs> That's the reason why my computer shut down. <laughs> no, I, listen, the thing about it is this. You know, we all, first of all, we got to run out. We got to run our own race. That's number one. But then, you know, there's going to be times where God is going to allow me to have to stand there and watch you, you know, walk in your blessing. Yeah, I got to stand there. I got to. I got to watch it. I got to learn how to celebrate you. I got to learn how to be happy with you. And I have to watch that for a couple of reasons. Number one, if you handle it properly, then I can go and duplicate what you've done. But if you handle it improperly and you're arrogant with it, if you're selfish with it, then I'll know what not to do. But sometimes Uh I have to appreciate, I have to appreciate those that come before me. You know, everybody, you know, when it comes to a race, Everybody don't finish first, but as long as everybody finishes, that's all that matters. The Bible said the race is not given to the swift, but those that endure to the end. So if I just finish, I may not get the prize that you got, but I will get my prize. I will get what I'm ordained to have. You know, and a lot of times I'm so caught up, so jealous, so worried about what you got or when you got it until uh, I'll miss what – you know, God's got for me. So a lot of brothers are like you, though, and I must admit that, you know, and I I feel the way you feel. You know, um, if I get it, you got it. If I get it, not only am I going to share it with you, but I'll tell you what it took for me to get it. I have no problems, you know, uh, sharing that because one of the things I like about, say, like you, is the fact that you don't mind saying, look, I have forgotten where I come from. You know, every time I go to the toilet, that's a good thing. It's nice and all this, that, and the other. But I remember carrying the the peapot, if you will. I haven't forgotten that yet. And so all of us need to appreciate where we are and appreciate where we come from because the destination is not really the victory. The journey is the victory because that's where you learn. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's the part that we forget. We don't want to appreciate that part because also in that it it teaches you, if you take notes, it teaches you how to get there. It teaches you what a turn, what a speed bump set, what a hose it even. That's right. Not the hose. Not the hose. I got you. But what the hose. (laughs) So that way I can pass it along to you so you'll know where to and where not to turn. I can tell you what the distractions are. I can tell you how to overcome those distractions. Oh. You know, and even if you feel, feel worried, I know where exactly, what mile marker you're at to come and, and be of assistance. And really, uh, the, the generation behind us or whoever's following behind us, um, we can help them to avoid, absolutely avoid some pitfalls. 
absolutely completely avoid them because we've been there, we've done that. And and that's what it's all about, man, is, you know, don't get there and then become so selfish and say, I got mine, you go get yours. No, that's not that's not how it works. We we got to reach back. We got to tell somebody, listen, the same God that took me, he'll take you. And I, I want to let you know that there's a speed bump over there, and there's a, it may get rough at this time, but don't you quit. You know, you got to keep yourself, you know, uh, keep motivating people. So, it's 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 a good topic, man. Really, really, really good topic. And I think that we um, have covered several sides of it because, again, if you're the one that's winning, then appreciate your winning, but win with dignity and class and uh, you know unselfishness and things of that nature. And if you're the one that you know feel like you're being stepped on and ignored and overlooked and all that stuff, you know what? Stop making excuses. Get back in the race, and God has a destiny ordained for you just like he does for everybody else. So, Well, maybe that's, uh, maybe that's God telling you that go have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yeah. I tell all people all the time, they say, man, why you don't post none of your work on social media? I say, all my work is good work. I can't stop and say, hey, this the best? No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. If I'm used to scoring, I'm not going to get in the end zone and dance. This is what I do. No. If you get no, it out once every three or four years, then you might get in that dance and celebrate. <laughs> but if this is what you do, you just get a ball to referee and say, hey, thank you. I'll see you, I, I'll see you in a few. I'll be back, yeah. I'll be back. That's, that's it. That is it. That is it. But... Because I know that it's not me. It's God. I know it's not me. Oh, I know it's not me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm very mindful of that. Okay. Very. <laughs> Period. Because, bro, I was, for me personally, I was cutting hair before I even went to school. If I, you know what I mean? So. God gave me that. I was cut hair before they knew I could cut hair. So with that being said, that's when you know that God gave you the gift. Now, if I wouldn't have used it, I could have lost it. He could have gave it to somebody else. He could have gave this message to somebody else on their way. Hey man, that sounds, like a good book. that sounds like a good book right there. You were, you were, you. It was ordained before you were licensed. You know, <laughs> that's the way it was. The memoirs, the, the memoirs of Mister Quick. Come on, man! You need to go on and think about that, man. <laughs> you got to think about that, really, man. It was ordained before you were licensed, and a lot of times we don't. I think that's your best definition of um, uh, ordained, right there, was the fact that you know God okayed it. God. Uh, 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 destined it God designed it God okayed it and everything And then you had to go through the process And like you said Instead of giving it to someone else You know you went through the steps The stages And uh, you got the licensing So you know That's the way it's supposed to be Just because God ordained something That's still work that we You know must do, you do. So uh, that's that's good man Well I know, you know, 
support from family is 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 very important. You know, um, from from immediate family, from extended family, it is, as well as the prayers. So we go, we're not going we're not going leave that part out. Because remember, you have people who's praying for you before you know how to pray for you. Ooh. And, hell, you're probably living so foul to where your prayers may not even make it out the room, let alone up to the <laughs> to the clouds and beyond. You know, got to give my hug like your grandma was a little. Don't make me knock you out. Uh-oh. 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 You heard that nuka. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. So so Pastor, let's talk about that part. Let's talk about the steps of 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 ordaining ordination. Maybe. Let's talk about that part. Because I think prayer do comes first, right? Well, the Bible said the steps this is what it says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And so mm-hmm. you were military. You know more about this than I do. Uh, when the sergeant or what drill instructor or whatever, when he gives you orders, you follow the orders, but you don't step until he tells you left, right, left, whatever he's telling you. He orders your steps. He tells you where to go. He tells you when to stop. He tells you when to turn. In other words, he's in communication with you. You're in communication with him. It's the same way with God when he says, your steps are ordered by the Lord. You know, he's telling you when to go, when to stop, when to turn. You know, you weren't supposed to start a shop, open a shop until God said it's time to open a shop. You know, those steps need to be ordered by God. And even before you learn to trust God, there has to be somebody in your life that will pray for you when you don't even have sense enough to pray for yourself. Somebody that said, Lord, you know what? Keep him. Don't allow anything to happen to him. You know, keep him safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. And, Lord, please, the gift is on the inside of him, God. Don't let him abuse it. And, Lord, I pray that you'll open a door for him one day. And I pray that you'll surround him with the right people and give him the right resources. And some people that pray for you will also invest in you and say, I believe in you enough to here's $20, here's $100, here's $1,000. And that's what it takes right there. So, yeah. Prayer has to be the catalyst, man. Prayer has to be, um, uh, uh, you know, what's what the glue that holds everything together. And so when you pray, you get instructions from God. When you pray, you get in communication with God. And when you pray, God is the one that holds it together. So, yeah, definitely you got to have that prayer. But you got to have a prayer, you know, um, before you actually walk in it, you gotta have the prayer the Bible said the prayers of the righteous avail much. So they have to pray for you to get you to the point to where you can pray for yourself. Hmm. Okay. okay. Come on now, give me some more now. You got me on the ropes now. Give me some more. Nah, man, I'm just saying that's what it takes. You can't you know, you can't stop I mean, uh, start with prayer and stop. You gotta keep praying. The Bible says also that uh, the fervent prayer, you know, uh, avails much. It talks about we ought to pray, men ought to always pray. We ought to pray in season and out of season. So, you know, what happens is a lot of times when we get what we want, we'll stop praying. 
But that's the time Uh-oh. you need to pray even more because the enemy is going to try to tear you down. And if and if your place of business is doing great, you keep uh, praying, and I promise you it'll do better. But if you stop praying, you'll start to see it slowly decline. So prayer is what will get you. Prayer is what prepares you. Prayer is what prepares the people around you. Prayer is what keeps you safe from hurt, harm, and danger. Prayer is what keeps you humble. Prayer is what literally guarantees your success. You've got to stay in communication with God. You've got to. You've got to. When you stop praying, that's when you start losing. When you stop praying is when you start losing. Yes, sir. When you when you add ego, that's when you remove God. Look at you. There it is. Hey, hey, I had a good teacher. You know, Pastor, you taught me that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, rem- I remember that. I remember that. You, you I know it sound like. I know it sound like I be lighting a cigar, which I do, but I be paying attention. <laughs> I got you. So. Prayer first, and then you go, you you write out the mission. I guess that's that's how it goes. You write it down because he says you have to uh, put it on paper. Yeah, the Bible says this, and this is in uh, you know the, the Old Testament says that write the vision and make it plain. You know you got to, okay. you got to just because we prayed it don't mean we don't plan. You know mm-hmm. you write it down. You write it down. You write down what you feel God is showing you, what you feel God is saying to you. Write that thing down. And then the Bible also says count up the cost. That means do a real live assessment. It's to count up the cost cost and see if you have what it takes to finish. And when it says count up the cost, that means, you know, financially and physically. You got to count it up and say, like with with your place of business, you got to say, okay, I need, you know, Six other people that's going to work here. I need this this amount of TVs. I need this amount of electricity. It's going to cost me twenty grand to get this building together. It's going to cost me twenty grand to get this licensing. It's going to cost me uh, twenty grand to get it inspected. I'm going to have to work twelve hours a day, six days a week. Uh, it's going to cost me to be away from my family for a little while. You got to sit down and count it up to see if you got enough to finish it. If you don't like going to work uh, but two hours a day, then you probably don't want what God's got for you because you got to you gotta be in the grind. And then it's you not know? like you need to so pray again. You, there you go. And you got to pray and say, Lord, did I, did I miss you somewhere? You got to show me because sometimes maybe God wants you to own it but not operate it because if you're not willing to put in the work, you know, that's a whole other story. And that's why prayer is so important. So, so you pray for you, you pray you pray before you write it down you pray again as as now you're starting to execute. Okay, once right? you pray and, and again in, in that second in that second prayer before right after you write it down you also putting it putting the numbers in there you 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 budgeting. Oh yeah, you got to, you got to put some you got to put some figures in there you got to put you got to count up. Bible to count up the cost. You got to see, okay, bottom line is to get this thing a turnkey job. It's gonna cost me two hundred grand. Okay, well if you don't have two hundred grand, now you got to go back and pray and say, okay, God, if you've given the vision, 
you got to get a provision. So you got to show me where to go. You got to show me who to talk to. Because if you're showing it to me, God will never ask you for something you don't have. So if you're showing it to okay. me, then, okay. you know, obviously there's somebody that's got this. I don't know who it is, but you got to show it to me. You know, and, and so you got to pray for that. You got to pray for that. You don't want the wrong source to fund what you're doing. You don't want that. You don't want to go to the mafia to fund what you're doing. You don't want to go to the drug dealer to fund what you're doing. You know, you want it from a source that God has ordained. There you go. Okay. Well, ordained. Ordained source. Yeah. Somebody you ain't got to look over your back to see if, you know, they're going to come and pull the plug on Kick you. Kick in the door. Look, man, you didn't, you didn't pay me back in this fashion right here. You know, somebody can give you the money and say, you know what? You ain't got to worry about paying me back. If you do, that's cool. But if you don't, I believe in you. I believe in you. I love you. I'm invested in you and your dream. If you don't, you got to have somebody, man, that believes in you. Okay, so in the end, at the end of the day, it seems like I shouldn't be sorry for anything because this is this is not my doing. This is all God's doing. Now you're bringing it full circle. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're looking for an apology, you might need to get it from God because look, that's, this, look this is all you. him. This is this ain't none of me. You, man. There you go. That's above your pay grade, baby. You ain't got no business. <laughs> I ain't got no business. God's there you go. Okay. Now, now, now it all makes sense. It all oh, makes yeah. sense. Oh, yeah. There's probably a reason why that part of me probably wasn't, <laughs> ain't, ain't the best part. You know, I mean, I'd rather ask for permission than apologize. That ain't, that ain't. <laughs> That ain't that ain't that ain't what it is. God, I need you to I go on and let me do this and let me go on the move. So now, when you see me, as my mama say, strutting through the shop, as you say, my that peacock. Walk, yeah, that peacock pimp. That's it. That peacock pimp. As I'm strolling <laughs> yeah. through, it's not it's not about it's not about me. This is this isn't me. This is me floating because of what God has done. For me, this is like my victory dance. Amen. My end zone, my end zone dance. Amen. So I'm not going to sit here and apologize for what God has done through me. Because I'm just an empty vessel. Mm-mm. Remember, we talked about that. That's it. Now it makes sense. <laughs> yes, sir. Now it makes sense. <laughs> so you hating on me, you not really hating on me. You just hating on the position that God has put me in. Amen. And hit the nail on the head. Listen here, man. Look, 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 we're going to work this thing all night. I'm telling you. It's like that old game, uh, uh, the detective game, where it's a spy or whatever. Yeah. We're going to work it all night. Clue. <laughs> That's what it was. Clue. Now I got a clue. <laughs> so, yes, sir. Because, because I prayed for it, because I'm not comparing, I'm preparing. When I when I sat down and prayed for this, then I wrote it out, included the numbers, 
prayed again, and now I prayed for the strength for the execution. I get it and execute it. Now That's I'm victorious right. in it, so I'm strutting. Peacock pimping. That's it. <laughs> now, instead of you looking at me and trying to judge, you should ask me, say, hey, bro, that's a hell of a walk you got there. Let's have a conversation about that. Oh, really? Now let's talk about it. Let's, let me tell you how good God is, because now there's that testimony. There you go. Right? And he's getting the glory was, instead of you. There you go. Okay. Okay. So, victorious slash glorious. <laughs> Is that, is that yeah. safe? <laughs> Talk to him, babe. Talk I'm to him, babe. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You got to. You ain't forgot. You ain't forgot your raisin. <laughs> oh, no, nah, babe. I ain't forgot my raisin. Praise God. All right. I'm going to say good night to y'all, and I'm going to let y'all have this. Well, thank you. We love you. And good night to you as well. And I love all of y'all, too. I love all of you. God bless y'all. Good night. So, Pastor, God is glorious and, and man is victorious. That's the way it works. He gets, he gets the glory, we get the benefit. Mm. Okay. That's it. I don't know why. I, I don't even feel like I'm be leaving nothing out. No, no. I, I'm ready, bro. I'm ready to go to work now. I gotta get. On, we gotta pray. We gotta write. We gotta write some more. I might call you later on to pray because we gotta execute and we gonna pray again and we gotta put in this work. Oh yeah. It's that simple. Uh, is that simple? Yes, sir. Miss Quick, anything you wanna you wanna add? Anything you 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 listening? No, I don't need to add anything. You you y'all doing good? I'm still here listening. Man, listen, I, I feel like I got to step down off this podium. I feel like I was I was up there in the pool pit with passengers now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get down. This is say where I'm supposed to be at. Yeah, I'm about mm. to bring your old handkerchief there because I, I, I can hear you sweating. You hear? Uh-huh. <laughs> I ain't even supposed to be here tonight. I ain't even mm-hmm. supposed to be here tonight. <laughs> Mama, quick. Mama, quick. Anything you, 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 you want to add to this? I just want y'all to keep on giving the praises, keep doing what you're doing. You know that the best part is yet to come. That's where the faith and the belief, and that's where the work come in at. You might get a little tired. You might fall a little bit to the wayside. Straighten it up and keep it pepping. Straight to the Lord. (laughs) Talk to me. Talk to me. Pastor, you got anything you want to add? No, sir, I'm good. Man. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I got to go. I got to go to work. Y'all have held up this line long enough. 
I got to go to work. <laughs> we got to go out well, and execute the plan. Before you go to execute the plan, I need for y'all to keep mom in prayer. She go for surgery Thursday. And I need y'all to say a little prayer for her. Keep in prayer. She's going to be all right. Yes, ma'am. Well, if everybody hearts and mind clear, sound like y'all, y'all, y'all good. Miss Quick, your heart and mind clear? Yeah. Mhm. Okay. Mama Quick, you just explained. So we go, we go pray for for Grandmama Quick. And let's go ahead and do this, Pastor, because I, I'm I'm anxious now. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. All right. Let's let's get it. Lord, thank you so much for um, all that we were able to cover on tonight. Thank you, God, for allowing us to take um, a look from different sides, God, because truth be told, um, Lord, everybody deals with things in a different way. And, Lord, we know that everybody is, you know, not truthful with it. We know that some, you know, are very open with it. But, God, only you know the truth. And, God, I thank you for that. Now, God, we know that there are going to be people that don't understand how we got where we are. There are going to be some that's going to question where we are. Some that's going to be jealous of where we are. But help us never to lose sight of how we got here. And help us to go to understand that the same God that got us here is the same God that's going to keep us here. Help us to understand, Lord, that, you know what, that we don't stop praying once we arrive. Matter of fact, we increase our prayer life. So, God, we're going to need you when it comes to this. Help us to know that we don't owe anybody an apology for what God has done. We don't have to explain, but we do have a responsibility to share with others that the same God that has blessed me, he will bless you. So, God, thank you so much. Now, God, we have one that's scheduled for surgery, I believe, on Thursday. I don't know what has to be, uh, what the surgery is on, and it don't matter. I don't know what the problem is, and that don't matter. What matters is I know the solution. I know the healing. I know the promises, and I'm going to stand on that. Your word declares that we're healed by your stripes. Your word declares, God, that no good thing is going to be withheld from us. And because we're standing on your word, God, we're believing that healing is already taking place. Now, if you're going to use surgery for the healing, I'm going to say thank you. If you're going to use the doctors, I'm going to say thank you. But I need for you to guide their hands. I need for you to get inside of their mind. I need for you to order their steps, Lord, and let everything be successful. I pray that it won't take a long time, and I pray that it won't be painful. I pray, God, that it will have complete success and that you'll come out with a testimony. Lord, thank you so much. And whatever they're going to replace or repair or whatever it is, I pray that it will be much better than it was before. So thank you so much. Now, finally, God, thank you for this blog talk radio. I pray, God, that you're getting glory out of it, and I pray that people everywhere are getting a benefit from it. Lord, we're not perfect people. Help us to remember to be faithful people. Thank you so much, God. I pray in the name of Jesus that you can keep us humble and keep us, Lord, heading in the right direction. Lord, I pray that you'll bless Brooke Quick and his wife. I pray that you'll bless this line, bless their family. And, Lord, keep us moving forward. Help us to continue to give you the glory. And help us, Lord, to thank you and understand that the benefits go to us. Help us never forget where we come from or who got us to where we are. We love you, Lord, and we honor you. It is in Jesus' name that we do pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. All right, then. Um, All right, Ma. Everybody yeah, y'all cool. keep me prayer. We will. Well, this concludes tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit.